0: I'm Jim. And I'm Tuck. And this is Beer in the Heart of Texas,
1: a podcast dedicated to reviewing the
0: beers of Texas. Today, for episode five, we'll be reviewing two beers from Carbach Brewing in Houston, Texas Love Street, a Kolsch, and Crawford Bach.
1: Um, Also, some big news in Texas beer, well, technically not a Texas beer. Uh, we are recording this after they just announced that Yingling beer will be coming to Texas, which is uh, it's a really good beer. I believe it's Pennsylvania. Yeah, is it's, Pennsylvania.
0: It's uh, for a longest time, it was very much a regional beer up in the in New England and Northeast, and so coming to Texas, yeah, that's that's a big it's deal.
1: A, it's a big deal, and that also means that I will have more Trump space because. It's been sold in Arkansas for about two and a half years, so every time I'd go up there to visit my family, (laughs) I had to bring multiple cases back for friends who love it, and also myself, because I do actually really like Yingling as well, so I'm pretty excited about this news.
0: Just a quick note today, too, uh, you might hear it a couple times, we are recording in the midst of uh, gale force winds, seemingly. And, and furthermore, I also have a, a dryer repairman coming over to uh, today to work on, uh, well, you guessed it, our dryer. So, hopefully that's not uh, too much.
1: It should be. It adds a little atmosphere. Why not? Um, so, so, Tuck, uh, then
0: what are you drinking?
1: Uh, I have been drinking a lot... Let me say it. I've been drinking a lot, well, of, a lot of different beers. Um, it's been the holiday break. Um, my wife uh, kind of, and she helped, uh, assigned me to start cleaning out our beer fridge in our garage, which I have amassed quite a collection. Uh, the one that I have been drinking a lot of is one out of Missouri uh, called Mother's Little... Uh, sorry. Mother's winter grinder uh their big beer is mother's little helper okay Uh, it's an ipa mother's winter grinder is a uh chocolate uh coffee stout okay Uh, not too much of either of those two just enough it's a it's a great holiday beer i really love it so it's my go-to stout so what about you what have you been drinking you know tuck
0: this more than anything uh my choices in the last uh few weeks have been a byproduct of beer in the heart of Texas. Um, If you go back to, gosh, I think our intro episode, we were talking about our three favorite beers and I just felt like I haven't had too many of those in a long time. And so I wanted to go back and I tried 90 shilling again and I tried um, actually not one of my top three, but just one of my go-tos, Fat Tire, both out of Fort Collins, Colorado, And found some interesting things. Uh, Number one, man, I I do absolutely love Fat Tire. But number two, the second thing I noticed, uh, I had uh, 90 shilling for, for the first time out of a can. And I don't know, I'm not a huge believer anymore that cans versus bottles and all of that. But either the can actually makes a difference or... My tastes have changed and, and I didn't enjoy the ninety shilling, my favorite beer. I didn't enjoy it as much as I as I always had.
1: That I'm sorry, hopefully it wasn't the can. Well no, hope it was the can. Right, and right. It still tastes the same when you go back and when you try to get in the bottle. Um I, I can't say anything about Fat Tire. Um this is weird. Fat Tire and Sam Adams, I like everything they make except for their flagship beer i don't like sam adams i don't like fat tire everything else they do i actually like so um but i'm sorry to hear about your 90 shilling are you gonna need to do a top three new top three soon
0: we may have to uh my goal is uh here in the next few weeks months um to head uh hopefully some state uh closer to colorado where I might be able to acquire uh, 90 shilling in a bottle and, and really, truly test that uh, theory out. So we'll see. Um, give it a little time. But uh, I'm optimistic. I, I'm hopeful. I, I loved that beer.
1: So Keep us updated on your quest.
0: I will. I will. As we just stated, today's episode is uh, going to review two beers from Carbach Brewing. Tuck, could you please tell us just a little bit about this brewery?
1: Uh, sure. Uh, Carbox started about nine years ago. started in 2011. Um, it, is, uh, it was started by a couple of beer industry veterans who wanted to... They're from Houston, so they wanted to come back to Houston and start it. Uh, their brewmaster is named Chris Jurgen, and he was actually with Flying Dog Brewery.
0: And where are they out of?
1: They're out of Maryland. They're Maryland's biggest microbrewery, but they have a strong uh, connection to Colorado they're S. They were Hunter S. Thompson's favorite beer, and apparently they had a uh, um, a brew house there, a, a brewery there. Right. I'm not sure, uh, but he went there all the time, and Ralph Stedman, who does all the art for his books, he brought him there, and he liked it so much that Flying Dog's labels are actually drawn by Ralph Stedman before he passed. Uh, so they have a definite uh, Gonzo sort of feel to them. But uh, he's their brewmaster. Uh, they use a lot of German techniques. Uh, they're very... Uh, going back to how it used to be done. Uh, they got all their equipment from Germany. Really? Uh, yes. In 2013, they were named the second fastest growing brewery in the United States. Uh, in 2016, they were brought by, bought by InBev. So they're definitely making inroads around the country. Right, right. Uh, you start to see them a lot more. Their seasonals are seeing all over the place. And... Um, Currently their brewery, if you want to go and visit, it's apparently really nice, I've not been there, uh, is located on Carbach Street in Houston, so clearly they got their name from the street they're on.
0: You know, last year before this pandemic came down, I visited actually Houston, I was down in Houston with my cousin, and we actually went to St. Arnold's, which isn't that far away from Carbach, but uh, probably next time down, going to Carbach Brewery.
1: It's definitely one I want to try.
0: Carbach Brewing has a, a very lengthy list of beers they're producing, and, and so we're not going to hit all of them today. Obviously, there's the two we're we're going to be we're going to be trying, but outside of that, there's uh, we'll start with the two first two I'll be mentioning are year round. They produce both Hopadillo IPA,
1: which I've had and it's really good. It's a great IPA, which I know is not right up your alley, but no. I really liked it.
0: And also Rodeo Clown, double IPA.
1: I think I've had it, but I'm not 100%. <laughs> uh, but I know for sure I've had the Hoppadillo. They do a great job with the hops. The hop flavor is really good in the Hoppadillo. I remember that, and I have enjoyed it. Uh, what else do they have, like, seasonal-wise?
0: Uh, just to mention, too, the fantastic cans, too, with that Hoppadillo. But yes. it stands out. But also seasonal, there's a couple that really stood out to us, too, and, and are readily available
1: throughout Texas. Um carb Oktoberfest. which I've had, and again, I really liked it. Great uh, Oktoberfest-style beer, uh, real malty. And You'll Shoot Your Eye Out,
0: which is a Christmas red ale, giving uh, paying homage to...
1: Do you know, since you admitted you've never seen the movie, what movie is it from?
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to tell us, Tuck.
1: I want you to tell us.
0: Isn't it a a Christmas
1: story? It is from a Christmas story. The can has lots of references to the thing, uh, to the movie. Uh,
0: I'm readily impressed. I remembered.
1: I I am too. You've actually had the beer. The beer. Seen the movie. I've seen the movie, but not had the beer. So why don't you tell us about the beer?
0: The beer was really, really good. I, uh, with getting ready, getting prepared for uh, Carbach Brewing, I wanted to try this, and I, I know. You had said at one point we were considering to have this as one of the beers we would review. And and so I wanted to give it a shot. I really liked it. It's it's a, a red American ale. It, uh, it was very, very refreshing. It was crisp. It was solid. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: I, I definitely want to try it.
0: And Tuck, uh, they produce more than just beer down at Carbach. Tell us about it.
1: They do. They have a really good selection of Rattlers. Uh, R-A-D-L-E-R-S. Those are basically shandies, which is uh, fruit lemonade mixed with uh, a beer. Uh, They have a lemon, a blood orange, and one that I've tried and really liked was a cherry limeade. Um, I've always loved to go to Sonic and get the cherry limeades. Right, right. uh, the, The Rattler, actually all three of them are really good. They're very refreshing in the summer. They do have them year-round, but they're easier to find as you get through the spring and head into the summer. But you can find them. Um, I kind of like rattlers a little better than seltzers, which I know are really popular. Um, I do like shanty, uh, shanties, uh What is it? Linen li, kugels. I just call it lineys. Uh, yeah, it's always been one I like during the summer. And these are a very good rattlers.
0: So it's a similar to a Liney's Summer Shandy. Yes, it is. Okay. The lemon one. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Thanks, Tech. Sure. All right. On to review number one. Uh, the first beer we are are trying and and going to be reviewing is Love Street. Love Street uh, has an ABV of four point nine percent and an IBU of twenty.
1: Um, it is a Kolsch. If you're not sure what a Kolsch is, go back and listen to our last episode. I That's right. Describe what a Kolsch is. Um, it's described as being made with floral German hops and a clean malt. And it is designed to be clean and refreshing, which it is. Um, now for the history of it. I actually left this off your script because just the name of how they got the name Love Street alone is phenomenal. Let's hear it, Tuck. Love Street is named after a club that opened in 1967 in Houston. It was called... The Love Street Light Circus Feel Good Machine. Oh my. It is one of the first, if not the first, psychedelic club to open in Texas. Uh, The 13 Elevators played there. Red Crayola, Bubble Puppy, Johnny Winter played there a lot. And, (laughs) my favorite thing I read, ZZ Top played their first concert ever at the Love Street Light Circus Feel Good Machine.
0: That's fabulous.
1: It it really is. And there's pictures online. And um, there's some really cool posters, psychedelic posters. Okay. That were made for it. The building is still there. But it it was only a club for about five years. It's been different clubs. But now I believe they said it was apartments. So they're renovating it to make apartments. But the building itself is there. If you can go back and find it, the pictures are great. The whole thing is, is very... Uh, for lack of a better word, uh, Austin Powers-like, right, uh, 60s right. psychedelic. It's it's great. Well,
0: and, and that takes us very well, uh, readily, to the the appearance of the can. Um, what Tell us, to start us out, tell us about the uh, site,
1: label. How, how does the can look? I really like the can. Um, I kind of always wondered, uh, until I was doing my research, like, why Love Street? Right. Uh, I'm not familiar with the Houston area, so I didn't know if it was like a big street in Houston. Um, but apparently, it is named after the club, and it definitely brings back the the feel of a '60s. It's alternating light blue and orange around the can. Um,
0: and just one thing about the can: for most of Carbox beers, they use this alternating, almost grid pattern of alternate two main colors. Um, which is a really distinctive look. I mean, you know, Carbach cans immediately when you see them because of this alternate color um, pattern. And, and so they alter; they're not all the same. You know, with Love Street, it's it's a light sort of a Columbia blue and I guess orange.
1: The uh, the cherry limeade rattler is uh, red, a reddish green. Okay, red and green alternating because cherry lime. Right perfect yeah and um a couple other things about the can it's got um flowers peace signs a little bit of the story uh their slogan for this one is music to your beer okay uh tells a little bit about um the uh how they got the name a little bit about the club but not not a lot and certainly no ZZ Top references which I need it's a little unfortunate but I do really like the can okay um it it's it stands out.
0: It does. It does. And um And so Tuck, how many points did you award Love Street's Can?
1: Just looking at it before I knew the story, I was going to give it 4 because it does stand out. I know what I'm getting. Uh but once I read the name of the club it's named after, right. I am I'm giving it the full 5. Okay. Um I weirdly like the psychedelic era, uh, even though I was not alive during it, but um uh, it it really fascinated me, and that name cracks me up. And ZZ Top, so a five for me. What about you, Jim? I'm going to give the
0: the appearance of the can, of the packaging. I'm going to give it a four. I I, I think uh, for several of the same reasons. I think m- most notably, the thing I like. You can tell a Carbach beer immediately just by that patterned uh, they have on almost all of their almost all of their beers. So. I like it. I like the uh, what they did with the the '60s uh, vibe you get um, in looking at it, and so I I'm going to give it a four.
1: All right, so that's a total of nine. Uh, next up, uh, how does it look in the glass? What does it look like to you? Uh, describe when you poured it, what you saw, smell, all of that, Jim.
0: Well, the pour uh, a couple things stood out to me. Number one, uh, fairly significant foam content. Um, That might have been, you know.
1: I think it was you because mine did not have the same. Mine was a perfectly normal amount. Um, You might have just been too excited to pour the beer and drink it. That uh, is quite plausible.
0: Um, The color—it's a very distinct, light, um, transparent uh, appearance. It uh, has sort of a a minimalist smell. There's not much of an aroma. Um, but, uh, it's, it's on the lighter side for what I tend to prefer, but it, uh, but it is, it's still a, it is an appealing appearance.
1: It is definitely a very clear, light looking beer. It's yellow. Um, you can see straight through it. Uh, kind of like Jim, I kind of like a little bit more opaqueness to mine, but it, it, the smell is... Like you said, non-existent. Um, it would be like, I i don't want to say this, but it, it would look better in a frosty mug. Undoubtedly. It would have a little bit of ice around it uh, on the outside. Uh, I think it would actually make it look a little more appealing. It's almost a little too light for me. It, Even though it's not, which we'll get to in taste, it does seem like it's going to be a very weak beer. Right. A weak tasting beer. Um, but appearances can be deceiving. Uh, I'm actually going to give it, um, I'm going to give it a two.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I'm, I'm kind of wavering. I was going to give it a two and a half, uh, almost a three, but uh, ultimately a two. Uh, what about you?
0: You know, I was w- waffling between a two and a three and, and ultimately that lack of aroma, the the lack of anything really to stand out is why I'm going with a two as well. It just, it's there. It uh, it doesn't say don't drink me, but it's certainly not inviting like several of the beers we've been reviewing.
1: I would honestly, if I was drinking it, leave it in the can. So I got to look at the can. Right. And, and not the beer itself. But uh, let's get on to taste. Um, what did you think when you tasted it? The initial
0: taste, this, it's crisp, it's clean. It it felt
1: like, it felt like a summer Lawnmower beer. I, I agree. Uh, clean, and they, and they stress this, on the label, on their website, uh, it's a clean malt, a clean beer, it's crisp, um, It it is, like you said, a lawnmower beer. I actually really would like it with pizza. Really? With the heaviness of pizza, I think this would be one...
0: To balance that to out. To
1: balance it out. Um, I I kind of want to get a pizza tonight and see <laughs> if I'm right. Um, but I did like the taste. Uh, it, it is one that I would definitely come back to. It has just a, it's got flavor.
0: Yes. There's, it's, it's not this. Let's start with what it's not. It's not Lone Star. No, it, it is uh, substantially better than Lone Star. Um, there's noticeable different uh, notes of different flavors in there. Uh, it's not overwhelming. Certainly. Don't want to mislead you, but, uh, it's certainly not, this isn't Lone Star. This isn't Budweiser. There's more to Love Street.
1: Definitely. And, and going back to my pizza, which I haven't had lunch, so this is clearly why I'm talking about it. Um, I, it would be good to drink with something. It gives you flavor, right. washes down the food, but then it doesn't linger. It's not like an IPA where it has a lot of aftertaste. There is good aftertaste. It disappears. It is refreshing. Right. Um, points awarded what do you think
0: you know that was a difficult to actually come to a conclusion to me it, it's as long as we're understanding that this is for a kolsch for this type of beer i would give it a seven um if if we're talking just any beer all beer uh i would uh i would drop it down one or two but uh I'm gonna give it a seven because it's it's this is this is a Kolsch and this is what it should be.
1: I agree with you. I I know we should try to have some difference, but actually everything you said is is kind of the way I feel. I also give it a seven. Uh the flavor was exactly what I wanted from it. Uh, I think if I wanted something with with huge forward flavors, this is not the one I'd want. Or that lingering, right after, yeah. But if I want something, I'm eating. I want something to drink that's not going to overpower what I'm eating. Um, it, this is it for me. That's like, a this good option. Is one I'm going to keep in my fridge for when I just want a beer that's just refreshing. And and that is the thing to me that that I come away with this beer is it is a very refreshing beer.
0: Okay. And then the last category, Tuck, the, uh, is it, is Love Street a Texas beer? What are your thoughts first?
1: All right. I've gone through a lot with this because, uh, when we did Armadillo Idiot's Hill, we did say it wasn't quite a Texas beer because it was only strictly to Denton. Right. Um, but, and that's the same thing we could say about this one. And I believe we gave Idiot's Hill, I gave it a three. I'm going back a few months. Um. I'm going to give this one a four. Yes, it is Houston. It's very specific to Houston. However, the one thing that bumped it up from a three to a four for me was ZZ top. They played their first concert there. And I mean, short of Willie, they're one of the most iconic Texas bands that's out there. And so um, it, it did, it actually, I've not been to Houston, but a couple of times I've learned a little bit more about Houston. It makes me actually want to go to Houston um, I kind of had some thoughts might, on Houston. But you might I, tap don't... the bricks on that. Whoa, tuck. Oh. Um, You know,
0: I wish I had gone first. Now that you said all of that, because you posed several very, uh, very sound arguments, and yet I'm going to stick to my original thought: is Love Street a Texas beer? I'm going with a two. Um, in spite of, in spite of the ZZ Top, uh, there's. There's not really much for me that says, "Yes, this uh, this beer that's very specific to a, a particular region in Germany is oh, that's in fact a Texas beer." Um, now, the elements of the naming and and that's certainly compelling, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't convince me that's that Love Street is a Texas beer.
1: That's almost convincing, but I'm, <laughs> I almost docked it down to a three, but I'm keeping it as a four. Uh, the other thing is I do associate Love Street with Texas. Uh, I've, I've always associated Carbach as a Texas beer. Uh, for a long time, I didn't even know where it was out of. Okay. So I'm going to stick with my original. It's it's a Texas beer.
0: Okay. Thanks. The second beer we're reviewing today is Crawford Bach. Now, Crawford Bach has an ABV of 4.5%. It has an IBU that's uh, sort of, I would say, unusually low of 15. Tuck, uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, Crawford Bach or specifically, uh, you know, what is, remind us, what is a Bach?
1: All right, a Bach, which we actually talked about in our very first episode when we talked about Shiner Bach, but we didn't know what we were doing, so a quick recap a Bach is, was originally brewed in Einbach in Germany. Um, it is called a Bach. It's actually Einbeck, Germany. Okay. B-E-C-K. It's called a Bach because in the Bavarian accent, okay. um, they pronounced it Einbach, which actually means billy goat. So a lot of times on a Bach, you will see a picture of a goat, like China. Shiner. Um, and uh, it's a very lightly hopped, heavily malted... Uh, beer. It, you shouldn't taste hops in a good Bach.
0: That is correct.
1: And it should be brown or copper in color. Uh, it shouldn't be you might be able to see a little bit through it but it should be pretty much opaque uh, maybe shapes. Um, sorry someone distracted me trying to see through their beer just now. Uh, but that's basically <laughs> what a Bach is and Crawford Bach Hits all of those other than being brewed in Einbeck.
0: Right, right.
1: So uh, the I'm gonna let you talk about the can. Uh, the label, how did it look?
0: Well, the can tuck, uh, the can, and the bottle is same thing. if If you've seen the bottle, it's the exact same design. First of all, Carbach has strayed from what they do with, I think, just about every other, every other product they make. In that it's not that alternating two-color theme. Instead, we have the uh, Tequila Sunrise. We have the 19... What you would characterize as the 1980s Astros. Although it was technically, um, what, 1975 through about 1986, I believe. That uh, that blending of different shades of orange with yellow right in the middle. The Houston Astros uh, h uh, above the star right there prominently displayed on the can it uh, and let me just add not an Astros fan, not at all. Uh, just sort of the opposite. but this can is intensely beautiful. it uh, it talks about that you're going to have a home run every time. Um, it is just uh, it's it's amazing.
1: Um, I agree I, I like it um, Growing up I didn't actually like The Tequila Sunrise uniforms But as I've gotten older scandalous. Maybe it's memories of Nolan Ryan
0: And James Rodney Richard um, Terry Poole Alan Ashby not Can I a, keep going? No okay. Not
1: a big Astros fan uh, When I first started watching baseball uh, it was uh, in the 80s when they were in the same division as the Cubs, which is my favorite team. Okay. And uh, basically, they were both really bad for most of the time. So, <laughs> it was always a battle to see who would end up in the cellar. Um, so, I have a little bit of dislike towards the colors, but man, the can looks good.
0: It does. It it really does. Um,
1: it just... It no, pops. It, it does. It does. It stands out. I know exactly what it is. Uh, by the way, Crawford... Uh, if, for those of you who don't know, Crawford boxes are the box seats in the, I believe, right field, left field, left field, left field. Uh, it's the closest, so it's where a lot of home runs are hit. Right. Uh, so it's called Crawford box, Crawford boxes at the stadium, uh, Enron Minute Maid, whatever the name is today. Now. Yes. Today. Yes.
0: And so, Tuck. Uh, wow, how many points did you award Crawford Bach for the for their can for their sight? For their label.
1: I wanted to give them one because of the Astros connection, but I'm giving them a five. It's a great can. It it really is. Um, And I have to say it. When you throw it away, it hits the trash can multiple times. Uh, Always both sides. Yes, always. And it's usually when someone's at bat and they need to know what's... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which I believe is why you're not a fan. Well,
0: thank you for... Taking that reference away from uh, something I don't have to say now. Um, you know, in all seriousness, if I could give it a six, I would give it a six or a seven or an eight. The can is... I can't think of, of a better looking can. It is outstanding. It is a five. It is a five every day of the week. It is beautiful. It,
1: it really is. It, 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 and again, it, you know it. It's I've seen it right. at the grocery store. It it is the one that pulls your eye to it.
0: Maybe that just says a lot about us, but I don't think so. I think anyone sees that, you know, they're going to be they're going to be drawn to that. It, it's just visually appealing. So the look in the glass. Tell us about the look in the glass. You know, you told us about what a Bach is supposed to be. How does Crawford Bach stack up against that?
1: Well, like I said, Crawford a uh, Bach should be. Uh, brown or tan in color and this this is it it actually almost like the tequila sunrise it's kind of a copper at the bottom and gets brown as it goes up in the glass yes. maybe that's light in the room but i it, it's
0: sort of that, yeah, that deep copper. It, it's a visually appealing color.
1: It, it is actually, uh, it, it's beautiful,
0: and I want my beer to look like I, that. I, do I too. really do.
1: I do too. Um, the smell—it's very malty. Right. When you smell it, it smells like a Bach. It looks like a Bach. Um, points awarded. Points awarded. I'm giving it a five again because it it checks all the boxes that a Bach should check and that was this harder sentence than it should be to say
0: you know i'm for look in the glass i'm going to go back to the aroma it's it's a little bit uh slightly underwhelming i would expect a little bit more and, and so i'm gonna just dock it just a little bit um i'm going to give it a four um, everything else is just what you said, Tuck. It is, it is a beautiful copper. It is still, um, slightly transparent. Barely. I was, I was efforting. You were. And <laughs> you can see through it with, you know, if you're having dark, dark sunglasses on. Uh, that's sort of the, uh, the vantage point you're, you have with, uh, Crawford Bach. But it's, it's, it's a beer that invites, for me personally, it's an inviting, appearance. I want to drink that. It's a four.
1: All right. Now, taste. I'm going to let you go first on this one. What did you think? Tuck,
0: it's it's not high in ABV, but it's not low either. You know, it's, it's right there, middle of the road. I mean, if you want to fault any one thing with it, I would probably prefer a slightly higher ABV. But in spite of that, absolutely in spite of that, um, I'm a huge fan of Crawford Bach, uh, in spite of the Astros, and I wish them to lose every game. In spite of that, Crawford Bach is a 10 for me. It, it may be going into my top three. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of this beer. I think, uh, unlike Love Street, for me, this pairs perfectly perfectly with pizza you know i just uh had uh some homemade chili for lunch that was outstanding by the way um now that you're hungry i just thought i'd throw that in there um but uh it would pair exceptionally well with chili um most any food that i would normally pair with beer uh, this is this is a go-to and so crawford bach for me it is absolutely a 10 every day of the week
1: all right um I think in the history of our podcast, all five episodes. episodes, this is going to be the biggest disagreement. I don't think I liked it. What? I'm still trying to figure out if I... I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to score it. Each sip I took tasted different. Okay. It's very strong and malt. Almost too much. That's almost the only flavor I was getting. But there's something about it that I didn't enjoy. Hmm. It it changed. I went back uh, while you were talking and tried it again when it's been right. sitting and I liked it less. Um <laughs> so when as it sits and it gets warmer, I, I didn't like the flavor. It's better cold. It uh, is better cold. And I, I know a lot of people who like it, but ultimately I'm giving it a three. Ooh. Um, I like a multi beer, but this went over the top. I do like a little more hops. This flavor didn't do it for me. Uh, but if you've ever, if you listen to the intro episode, you'll see our three beers that we like are very different. That's true. And so the can, the look in the glass, maybe that built it up to me. <laughs> I yeah, a three is is what I'm settling on.
0: Okay. Okay, I'll I'll buy that. A uh, little saddened, a little disappointed. Uh, you know, I just uh, just to counterbalance that, I, I like how the the crispness coupled with the maltiness and the absence of uh, excessive hops. Any hops? That's that's true Which too. It's
1: not supposed to be hoppy, so I will it, give them
0: that. It is everything I want in a beer. And that's, I think, what it comes down to, Tuck. This is more of what I want, and it's not what you prefer.
1: I will still always, if I want to bot, go with Shiner. Okay. But um, i that's fine. It, it, you found a new beer that you like, and that, that's awesome, which is the goal of this. So now. Absolutely. The big question is it a Texas beer?
0: I can't go past the, the can. I mean, the can, the can, the can. Now, I would be remiss to not mention my wife, uh, back in her youth, was an astro buddy.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Well, you can look it up. I'll I'll leave it at that. Um, She was part of their fan club. Okay. And on her behalf, in part, um, and because of the can, in part, this is uh and and certainly too. They to throw in one more thing that we haven't mentioned. Crawford also happens to be the hometown of George W. Bush.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I knew that. That's where his ranch is. I just and, wanted you to say it. That's why I just stared at you. Okay. Blankly. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so, is this a Texas beer? 5 out of 5.
1: Um, it's a Texas beer. I mean, I I will say that right now. Um, it is a Texas beer. It, 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 even though the Astros are Houston, you know them. You know they're from Texas. Uh the Astrodome is right. such a Texas achievement. Um, Landmark. It is. Yeah. It is. And just um all that being said, I'm giving it a four. Okay. Uh it's a Texas beer to me. The can, um <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to say this. If I could have the can. With a different beer, uh, that's probably how I'd go. But uh, can color, uh, the images it evokes, definitely a Texas beer.
0: All right, Tuck. Well, we have the scores uh, for both Love Street and Crawford Bach. All right.
1: Let's run through them real fast. Let's start with Love Street. Love Street's total. I'll let you do all of this.
0: And I think the math is correct today, actually. You know, for once, I'm, I'm fairly confident. Love Street's total was a 33. Um, for can the appearance, we gave it a 9 out of 10. For the appearance after the pour, we gave it a 4 out of 10. For the taste, so between the two of us, that's out of 20 points, it earned a 14. And for Is Love Street a Texas beer, it earned... It earned a six, and so eighteen from Utah, fifteen from me, thirty-three total. Whereas Crawford Bach, Crawford Bach, the can—well, we're not going to top the can. Uh, it's the appearance of the uh, of the packaging is ten out of ten. The appearance after the pour, we decided it was a nine out of ten between the two of us. The taste, this is the biggest difference. And, and I think this is the biggest difference so far for beer I, in the heart I of Texas. It is. Um, I gave it a 10, you gave it a three, so 13 points total. And is Crawford Bach a Texas beer? Nine points. You gave it a total of 17, I gave it 24 out of 25 for a grand total of 41 points for Crawford. Bach.
1: Which is one of our higher ones, I believe.
0: I think that is, yeah, yeah. It's certainly top three.
1: Certainly. Um, all right. So there we have it. Uh both beers. Well, okay. I would definitely recommend Love Street. <laughs> um I know you, but I'll let you stay. I would
0: heartily recommend you gotta try Crawford Bach. You know, if you're not uh if you're not overwhelmed by um I must have hops, if that's not who you are. Crawford Bach is, is definitely worth worth the try.
1: Really, try it and let us know which one of us is is closer, <laughs> in your opinion, uh, on the taste. Uh, a little too malty for me, but um, Love Street is one. I think after we're done with this, I may stop by the store and get a six-pack of it okay. for the weekend.
0: You could do far worse than having a six-pack of Crawford Buck in the fridge.
1: You could. I will say you could do worse. Okay. All right. And on
0: that, uh, happy 2021.
1: Happy 2021 to you. And thank you to uh, uh We've enjoyed reviewing your beer.
0: Absolutely. Thank you again for listening to Beer in the Heart of Texas.
1: And before we go, we'd like to thank a couple of people. First of all, Jeff Blankenship for creating the music heard in the podcast, and friend of the podcast, Michael Vick, for helping us with all the technical support and advice. And let's not forget, we need to support
0: our local breweries.
1: And please tip your bartenders well, for they're doing the Lord's work.